Hey everyone and welcome to The Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party, causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host, Michael Montalvo, and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. In this episode, we examine the events that occurred June 29th. When I started this episode, I had a topic and a plan, and I began writing, and it was going great. Then I looked at the calendar and realized that I was looking at the entirely wrong day. Wowie zowie. So, presented with this new information, I set out again and began looking for topics, and I found one. It is somewhat less relevant to today's current state of affairs, however, But I thought it might interest everyone who listens, so without further delay. We all know about the life of William Shakespeare. We don't really know when he was born, but believe it to be around April 23rd to parents John and Mary. He went to school in Stratford, but don't know who his classmates were. Shakespeare probably studied Latin, learned to read and write, and studied classical historians, moralists, and poets. It's believed that he most likely did not go to university as the courses offered no real interest to him. I mean, allegedly. There's no way of really knowing. Shakespeare would go on to marry Anne Hathaway, and I'm not going to make a joke about the actress of the same name. Together, the couple had four children, and then he kind of disappears for a bit as if taken to another realm. Was it aliens? Unlikely but I also can't say it wasn't Aliens. The first mention of Shakespeare of note, at least from a theater standpoint, came in 1592 from Robert Greene, who wrote from his deathbed, that Shakespeare was a young upstart who could bombast with the best of them. So pretty good praise. The truth is no one really knows how he got into theater, but he quickly made himself to be an important player in Lord Chamberlain's Company of Players in addition to one of the best, if not the best, new writers of the time. They were also performing in one of the best theaters around, The Globe. So The Globe is one of the most famous theaters in the world, and at the time of Shakespeare, it was only one of two approved playhouses within the city limits of London. Let me step back a moment. In 1564, a man by the name of John Brain built a theater called The Red Lion, And what's special about this theater is that it was the first permanent building designed for dramatic purposes. London wasn't happy about this for some reason, as they saw not a theater and its patrons, but vagabonds and people crowding the streets. As theaters were being built, complaints arose from people who liked to complain, and the city was forced into action. Only, the thing about these theaters and the city of London, is that the theaters were just outside of its jurisdiction. So they couldn't really do anything except limit their access to the city. This kind of made players the outlaws of the time. It was actually Shakespeare and his company that built the Globe Theatre, and they did so in part because they could not use another theatre, the Blackfriars Theatre, which had a roof and a fancy government block for use in plays. 
The globe, which was completed in 1599, had an open design and was a success. It was a favorite of theater troops and patrons, and both groups did a lot to keep the theater up and running. But something happened. The year was 1613, and on this day, June 29th, London's original Globe Theater burned down. The theater burned down during a performance of Henry VIII, and it burned because, like many theaters at the time, it was made of wood. The theater was putting on a show, as they do. And as they do, they used a variety of props to help sell the show. One of these props just happened to be a cannon. Now, to be fair, the cannon wasn't loaded. It only contained gunpowder to replicate the sound. This technically made it safer, but was still a dangerous item because it was, in fact, a cannon. When it came time for the cannon to be shot, it did so, but in the process shot out a series of fiery sparks that landed on the theater's straw roof, which resulted in a fire that spread quickly, and within the hour, the Globe Theater had burned down. Amazingly, there were no deaths, and the only injury occurred when a man's pants caught fire. With the theater completely burnt, the process to rebuild began, and only a year later, it had been rebuilt and was back to hosting performances. Unfortunately, though, this wouldn't last. In 1642, the Puritans led a campaign to successfully close all the theaters in London for being a source of sin and decadence. And in 1645, the globe was torn down altogether. While theater would return to London in 1660 and King Charles II, it wouldn't be until 1997 that the globe would return, after years of research to ensure its historical accuracy. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps share this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.